This is Napkin Scribbles, a podcast by Arthur and Professor Leonard Sweet. Today's Napkin Scribble is sponsored by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. Now here's Leonard Sweet. Welcome to a new episode of Napkin Scribbles, and we are at the I point in the alphabet for a common humanity. And the I I'm taking from Japanese ikigai. An ikigai human is what it means to be a, a Jesus human. Ikigai is a Japanese concept that means a reason for being. And the word ikigai is usually indicate the source of value in one's life or the thing, the things that make one's life worthwhile. Iki means life, gai means value and meaning. But the focus of ikigai is on things. Things are part of our reason for being. And one of the prime languages of the divine are God-made things. God created things. God creates with things. And the, the church today has become so Gnostic about things. We need a new thinginess. We need to understand the importance of what I just call thingies. The Apostle Paul insisted that things reveal the glory of God to the point where no human is without excuse. For what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. This is Paul. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that God has made. So they are without excuse. A key difference between Eastern and Western art is this one word, ikigai. Western sculpture revolves around the concept of the self, the ability of a sculpture to express the voice of the artist. Eastern sculpture prizes the ability of an artist to give voice to the thing, to the material, and to muffle the voice of the, of the self. Or as an American artist, Isamu Noguchi, son of a Japanese poet, once put it, I tried to look into a rock and find a rock. Western artists would look into a rock and find oneself, but Ikigai understands the importance of the thinginess of creation. In Jesus's incarnation, God matters. And by Jesus's incarnation, God sanctifies matter and God loves mattering. The heart of the matter is this, there is a heart of matter. Material things convey meaning and healing. What makes humans so unique is the size of their brain and the size of the neocortex within the brain. But an equally good case can be made for the human hand and its distinctive features as what makes humans human. The thumb is rotatable. It's long enough in proportion to the other fingers to make an opposable thumb, which enables precise and steady contact and fractional finger movement for the creation of handmade items. Before there was a rule of law, there was a rule of thumb, which governs by experience and practice and skill. The hands also became an organ of communication so that before the emergence of spoken language, there was sign language, gestures, and combine that with bipedality, there are arguably 
These things are what made humans so different from our nearest kin in nature. And we're coming a long ways from an industrial world where the importance of personal craftsmanship was minimized. I love theologian and artist Makoto Fujimura, who reminds us that it may be hard to imagine, but before around 1800, almost every human product in the world was handmade. Every object was unique and wrought with time, sweat, and effort by artisans who had trained decades to master their craft. To be human is to make a living, to make meaning by making, making use, making up, making do, making it. The salvation story is one of remaking. And for Makoto Fujimura, making is not some makeshift fixing. Like Kintsuki, all great art resurrects broken matter into something glorious and new. Making is creating toward the telos of healing. And human making must echo the creator's original making, which was a making by love and vibrancy. Making is resurrection movement toward the new creation, or what Fujimura's theology of making calls making as resurrection. I want to argue that the future is, is handmade, the art-making process is a hand-making process, which all makes us makers. We make by walking, we make by talking, we make by reading, we make by worshiping. As makers, humans are artists, whom Fujimura calls pollinators of the good, true, and beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? We're called to, to be pollinators, making the good, true, and beautiful. And this is profoundly symbolized in the book of Leviticus, where the bodily extremes, right thumb, right big toe, right ear lobe, are touched with oil and blood upon the induction into priesthood. So how do we, as makers, crush through this, this crust of consumerist clutter? How do we keep making in a world of unmaking? to bake into what we are making, the wounds and losses of our, our past. I think to make a making life, we need to rediscover the slow. It is, takes time to make something and to celebrate the beaten and the weathered and the rustic and the worn. Uh, a Japanese aesthetic known as wabi-sabi, a worldview based on three principles, nothing lasts, nothing is finished, and nothing is perfect. So for the Ikigai human, devotional objects, relics, story-filled makings, keep faith, keep faith breathing, keep faith vital. I love to look at pictures of isolated villages with the lights on nestled in valleys and hugging the shorelines. I love to visit more remote small towns and villages around the world which have been inhabited for generations and centuries. The mystery of people living here, making a living here. This is for me, romance. The charm of making. An incantation repeatedly uttered by both Merlin and Morgana in the 80s movie Excalibur is the spell that makes and conceives. 
The old Gaelic dialect translates to serpent's breath, charm of death and life, the omen of making. Even the serpent knows we were made to make. Conception is our vocation as humans, our calling as incarnators. When we stop making, we lose our calling and seek alternative makings and drugs and gambling and sex and shopping and plastic surgery. For the Ikagai human, I-K-I-G-A-I, -I -I. making is what makes a human, human. Thank you for listening to Napkin Scribbles. This episode contains notes and thoughts from Jesus Human, primer for common humanity. Dr. Leonard Sweet's latest book, which can be found on Amazon.com. Remember, Napkin Scribbles is brought to you by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. For Arthur and Professor Leonard Sweet, happy scratching and scribbling.